Mr. Speaker, my friend from Oklahoma says that my colleagues and I who don't support Kevin McCarthy would plunge the House and the country into chaos. Chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word. The one thing that the White House, House Democrats, and many of us on the conservative side of the Republican caucus would argue is that the thing we have in common, Kevin McCarthy said something to all of us at one point or another that he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to. I don't think voting against Kevin McCarthy is chaos. I think $33 trillion in debt is chaos. I think that facing a $2.2 trillion annual deficit is chaos. I think that not passing single subject spending bills is chaos. I think the fact that we have been governed in this country since the mid-90s by continuing resolution and omnibus is chaos. And the way to liberate ourselves from that is a series of reforms to this body that I would hope would outlast Speaker McCarthy's time here would outlast my time here and would outlast either of our majorities. Reforms that I have heard some of the most conservative members of this body fight for and some of the reforms that we've been battling for that I've even heard those in the Democrat caucus say would be worthy and helpful to the House, like open amendments, like understanding what the budget is. We have been out of compliance with budget laws for most of my life, most of many of your lives. And by the way, if we did those things, if we had single subject bills, if we had an understanding on the top line, if we had open amendments, if we had trust and honesty and understanding, there would be times when my conservative colleagues and I would lose, might be a few times when we'd win, there'd be times that we would form partnerships that might otherwise not be uh, really predictable in the American body politic, but the American people would see us legislating. These last few days, we've suspended the momentum that we had established the week earlier, where we were bringing bills to the floor, voting on them, staying late at night, working hard. That's what the American people expect. It's something Speaker McCarthy hasn't delivered, and that's why I've moved to vacate the chair. I reserve. First of all, we should note, Dana Bash, that of the 11 Republicans who joined with all of the Democrats to say <clears throat> that there should, in fact, be a vote on whether or not to oust Speaker McCarthy, not all of the 11 are going to vote to oust Speaker McCarthy. We're told that Congresswoman uh, Sparts of Indiana will not vote to oust him. Uh, Congressman Crenshaw uh, of Texas, a Republican of Texas, said that some of the Republican defections surprised him, but he surmised that some might be just trying to leverage their votes for concessions from McCarthy before the final vote. I got a text from somebody who uh, is familiar with uh, the way that the anti-McCarthy, I wouldn't even call it a wing, what is it, like a feather? A clump. <laughs> a clump. Faction. A faction. And they say, at this point, they think it might be around eight. But regardless, it will be enough. It's enough it if will you be combine enough. it with yeah. the 208 yeah. or so and, Democrats. And I, I, this is going to maybe be Captain Obvious, but watching this debate, I think it's important to point out that usually when we watch a debate on the House floor, it's the Democrats and then it's the Republicans, and it's the Democrats and the Republicans. The Democrats are absent. Mm -hmm. This is a Republican on Republican debate and fight over who their leader should be, and Democrats are just sitting back and listening to it. Although it is interesting to see, um, and David Chalian, you remarked on this, some of the most uh, 
self-styled rebellious uh, members of Congress. We see uh, Tom Massey there, Congressman Tom Massey of Kentucky. We saw Jim Jordan of Ohio. Uh, really uh, embracing the establishment right now, even if they voted against, as Jordan did, the continuing resolution uh, that Speaker McCarthy put forward on Friday. I think it shows you how small the Gates faction actually is. Small, but sufficient, obviously, given the narrow majority that Kevin McCarthy is working with here. But when you see, uh, Massey and Jordan are perfect examples, but when you see folks who had nothing to do sort of with the establishment inside the Republican conference, be with the establishment, you know you've isolated to the very few, just a handful, that are causing this moment. And uh, that th the problem for Kevin McCarthy is the math there. That the small handful's enough. Yeah, all you need is five House Republicans to join with all of the Democrats, Casey. Yeah, no, that's right. And, you know, I think that this also really underscores the personal nature of what's going on here. That, yes, we've talked about all of the political themes. In some ways, those political realities have enabled somebody like Matt Gates. I mean, I, I remember when Speaker Ryan, Paul Ryan, first came in, I asked him a question in an interview we did about being attacked by Breitbart. And he says, there are three things that are true in my life, death taxes and attacks from Breitbart. And that was like the small version of what we are seeing now. There's a photo, I know we have it somewhere, but I mean, obviously we're watching the floor, that our, uh, one of our former colleagues, Daniela Diaz, took of the scrum of cameras around Matt Gates, right? Yesterday on the House steps. I mean, just, just dozens of people, cameras. That's his goal and the political system that's around him in the media ecosystem, particularly on the conservative side, has allowed him to grab those cameras, become famous, become a star, and take out what is a very personal grievance against Speaker McCarthy and have our entire government pay the price for it. Although we should note that the reason that one member of Congress can fall, call forward a motion to vacate is because Kevin McCarthy agreed to yes. that when he was trying to become yeah. Speaker of the House. I mean, to the point, yes, Matt Gates wants to be surrounded by cameras. One of the congressmen were saying, what's the plan, though? Okay, let's say you get Kevin McCarthy out and he can't keep his speakership. Who then is going to be your speaker? It's not like he's proposing an alternate uh, a candidate. He's just trying to cause chaos. And then for the Republicans who voted to allow uh, the speaker vote to actually happen, now they get to negotiate with Kevin McCarthy and broker some other deals. But is that word even worth anything at that point? Like, would you even believe anything that Kevin McCarthy offered you right now in order to have not more than five people um, vote to get him out of the speakership? It just, it doesn't make sense. And Doug, I mean, one of the things that's a shame in all this is that Matt Gates is right about some of the things he's yep. saying. Mm -hmm. We do have a $33 trillion yep. debt. Uh, we do spend more than we take in. Mm -hmm. uh, we do, uh, too often, the Congress uh, does not make the tough decisions about how to govern, yep. how to budget. Um, but by the same token, Matt Gates isn't doing anything to further the solving of those problems. 